Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it may be that you are tuned in to episode three of the wonderful one and only magnanimous <laughs> what word was that you know i tried to get a real good that was a good one episode three shout out to you for tuning in to episode three of the people's podcast hey y'all we here it is your girl amber nicole i'm here with the homie my sis i'm your homegirl miss asia michelle what's going on everybody thank you and welcome and thanks for tuning in we are missing uh hj hj tonight hollywood joe hollywood joe you are he had an appointment yes you don't call him hollywood joe for no reason (laughs) (laughs) he had things to do he got things to do so tonight is ladies night and it's ladies night so yeah, it's late. It's late. I don't know the word. It's ladies night. Oh, oh, what a night. All right. Yes. So it's ladies night. Um, if you've listened to our two previous episodes, thank you. Um, if you are witnessing in real time our progression, thank you. If you've ever reposted any of our post that we post or you screenshotted you listening to us on soundcloud thank you um we will be forever indebted to you guys who spread the word um it's really a cool thing to get a, a notification and someone's like oh i'm driving home and you know on my ride home i'm listening to the people's podcast so yeah, we really appreciate y'all um is that shit is so surreal yeah. like when somebody reposts our shit, because, like, I know I'm an avid podcast listener, so, like, when I'm listening to my podcast, like, people might hear it in the background in my story, or I might repost it, but now, like, I have a podcast, and people are reposting our podcast, like, hey, I'm listening, so I'm like, stop. stop. Right? It's like, oh, you making me blush. Like, y'all, you listening to us? Like, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. We was, we was wilding, but thanks. Oh, yeah. Y'all know episode two got a little late. No, it didn't. Um, it got it got a little lit, but we had a lot of fun, and it looks yeah. like you guys had a lot of fun listening to yes. it. So we just gonna keep bringing that energy every mm-hmm. week, and hoping that you guys keep tuning in to the People's Podcast. Sure. But, but no further ado, let's get started into episode three of the People's Podcast. And as you know, first first segment of the People's Podcast is always happy hour. So. Cheers, friends. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Um, so today's happy hour, I'm going to start it off. I was just telling Asia um, and Uncle Ra and um, Lauren, our bartender for the evening. First of all, shout out to Lauren. Shout out to our, Lauren. Our bartender. Hey, bartender. Evening. She cute, too. She is very cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was just telling them, like... I felt like I was just here, even though, you know, it was last week, but we uploaded a little late this week. And we're going to get back on track. We will be, this should be Sunday that you're listening to this. Right. Um, but I'm excited. I mean, I look forward, I was telling Lauren earlier at pre-production, like, you know, I look forward to doing this every week. I look forward to seeing you guys, even though JoJo is not here today. But, yeah. you know, I, I really do look forward to Thursdays. For sure. Um, now, as far as my happy hour... Let me think. Um, I've really just been preparing. I'm actually um, in the Halloween spirit. 
She sure is. <laughs> so <laughs> I've honestly um, been preparing for this Halloween little shindig I'm going to have at the Cribbo in a couple days. Um, something super small, super intimate with just, you know, close friends or whatever. That's going to be, be a fun. Good time. Yeah, I'm really and excited. let me tell you, I'm not like, the, I never get in a Halloween spirit, like, at all. And I don't know what it is. I haven't <laughs> dressed up for Halloween like that since I was 12. Unless it was something I had to go to, and it was just like, <laughs> get dressed up for Halloween. But I was never doing that. And then you was like, oh, I'm going to have a Halloween party at my crib. And I'm like, I, was, I, I hit like, her with the... So you gonna dress up, right? Right, you gonna dress up, right? I'm just like, I mean, I guess now it seems like I have no choice. And I was like, well, don't be mad if I don't show you. Like, but I want everybody right. to be dressed. So like, like, come on, now it's a I Halloween gotta... party. We're gonna have good pictures to post on the gram. Oh my god, it's gonna be good food, good vibes, good people. It's gonna be a good time. So. That shit make me. And, and even if my, what you say? That shit make me tired thinking about it. <laughs> I'm tired already. I nah, got to find a whole outfit to put on. Gonna be gonna Honestly, be I'm not going to find an outfit. I'm going to pull things out of my And house. that's what you, I'm, I'm, you, y'all know, I am team DIY, team do-it-yourself. I am making my costume myself. And, yeah, I'm not going to, well, it'll be Sunday when y'all see this. So y'all will have already known what I will be um, for Halloween. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a good time. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my happy hour. I, I've really just been like preparing for that. It's gonna be fun, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited because it's kind of like a low key friend vibe. Like everybody knows everyone, and Absolutely. we're just gonna be chilling. We ain't gotta worry about like paying for a whole right. bunch of alcohol. Absolutely. Oh, and we're doing trap karaoke. And we're doing trap karaoke. We're doing game night. Like, it's going to be lit. It's going to be very lit. So. And we in the house. In the cribbo. I love to be so. in the house. Like, <laughs> you don't worry about it. And, and I hear the weather is going to be really trash. So it's like. It's perfect. You're not really missing out on much. You're in the house. You don't got to worry about finding parking places. Even though my block is kind of crazy. But we'll figure it out. I'm going to get there early, honestly. Yes. I'm not going to miss out on parking. I know where I can park now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get there to get my parking mm-hmm. space. You know what else? Um, don't be mad. If I got to sleep there, I'm Girl, going. bye. You already know. Like, I'm going to have a blanket in my car, and I'm going to lay my ass know. down. Do you, listen. Just is, so you know. That is advised, actually. That and this is, is on Saturday? Yes, ma'am. So then I could get up for church on Sunday right there. Right there. Oh, the yeah. Don't, I'm packing a bag. Never <laughs> this mind. This is the plan. Yeah, okay? I'm you pack- see how things come together, y'all? <laughs> this is how we do things. I'm packing a bag because I can go right up the street to church on Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. I gotta sing too, so it's important. There you go. But um, I need to join you. To be honest. Girl, you can come with me to church on Sunday. It'll be. I don't know if you're gonna want to come this Sunday, but maybe next like, Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what Saturday looking like. So. Yeah, um, you could pull up with me mm-hmm. to service. Um, but otherwise, other than planning your party, the rest of your week was cool. Yeah, everything was good. I mean, I worked Sunday, so yeah. that that allowed me to have a comp day this week, so I don't have to work tomorrow. Mm. So today is my Friday. So I'm chilling. I'm really chilling. That's why I'm Every like, day we lit. pour me up, Every sass. Day we lit. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, I'm good. No, my week was, I have no complaints for this week at all. That's what's up. Good for yeah. you, friend. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have a week of no complaints. Because I'll sure. be, be complaining. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm complaining. <laughs> People get on my nerves every damn day. So what happened during your week? 
honestly not much <laughs> um you know i'm still in my interim period before right. i start my new job so Ooh. i actually start my new job monday so i've just oh, been you start monday. i start monday oh. yo let me give you the headbanger so you know now that i'm working in the financial district you know parking is limited and um in the building that I'm going to be working in, there's parking available there, but you have to pay the monthly parking rate. Mm -hmm. So I got the email from the parking garage maybe yesterday, and I they sent me like the application mm -hmm. and like the payment um, form. Right. So I'm like, but you ain't telling me how much parking <laughs> yeah. is. Like how much it is? How much <laughs> is it to park here? Like, don't have me sign the dotted line, and the I don't young, know what I'm signing my life over exactly. to. Exactly. So I'm like, how much is a park? How much is it to park here? The, the young lady emails me back. She says three hundred and thirty dollars a month. Mm. And I was like, a month, a month, three hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. Right. And what? So I'm just like, thank you, but no, thank you. Ding. Hold don't. on. Let me pull the calculator out right there. Three hundred and thirty dollars. Three thirty divided by four is. $82 a, a week, week to park. Like, that's above my pay grade. Okay. Right. Like, did y'all right did y'all see the right line? Because I ain't on that line. I'm not, I'm not on in that, that line. Record. And I just got here. I ain't even get my check yet. My, my parking is like $8 a month. Yeah, nah. My parking oh. is, as she said, $330 oh, a month. So I was just like, thank you, but no thank mm -mm. you. You will not be receiving this application back mm -mm. because I will not be filling it out. So I decided just to do... Um, you know, I'm gonna park in J City, and then I'm gonna get on a light rail. Yeah, the parking ride is like three bucks, or, or even less than that. Yeah, maybe. and then you, yeah, you good. Mm -hmm. Don't even. No. And now what I'm doing is I'm parking at the precinct, at the police precinct. Oh, okay, okay. And then okay. I'm gonna get on a light rail from there. There you go. Because I still got the I got the tag in my window. Right. I can park there. I'll park there. I'll just have to get, and I don't gotta be at work till nine these days. Okay. Like I'm used to getting to work till seven. Right. At seven, so I don't get to work till nine. So that's just my situation. Yo, three hundred and thirty-two, three dollars. Uh -uh. Mm mm. Mm hmm. Can't they, do it. Yeah, they Sorry. had me jacked up. I'm like, mm mm, sis, that's not happening. Thank you, but no, thank you. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. Be blessed. So I mean, I haven't really been doing too much this week. Mm -hmm. I've just been kind of relaxing. You know, organizing myself, preparing myself to like just be super focused. Right. Um, and that's it. I've been hanging out with Lauren because I have a lot of time. Shout out to the bartender, Lauren. Yes. She's a bartender in real life. And so, one thing I've tried to do because my friend is always closing her bar alone every night. So, I try to get there, you know, at a, a certain time at night and I, I chill out with my friend until it's time for her to real. close and I help her close because I just feel like. You know, as a woman, she shouldn't be closing this bar at two in the morning by That's herself. That's a real friendship. With these people that are from all walks of life, and she's there alone, and I don't trust nobody. So I pull up, Facts. and I just chill with my friend. I help her close, and we, you know, we go about our business. That's so how we live. I've just been doing that and just, like, hanging out a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I am just about ready like mentally and you know home base wise with just starting on this new journey mm -hmm. i'm excited about it um and honestly i was just looking forward to tonight like to recording this podcast yeah. that's really it i was excited to get here tonight too no seriously. i was very sad when you know joe said he wouldn't be here mm -hmm. but even even the new things that we're going to be bringing to our listeners tonight right. are, you know, that's super exciting. So I hope you guys really like tonight's episode.
Word. So cheers to happy hour. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone else's weeks are going well and you guys are doing okay. If not, we're definitely sending positive vibes your way. Yes. All day, every always, day. Always, always, But always. we about to get into the shit now. So yes, child. We about to get into the shit. Um, honestly, but before we get into the shit, we're going to talk about some good shit. We're yes. going to talk about something good. Okay. Okay, so we're going to bring to you a segment that is always was always a part of the People's Podcast, but this is the first time we're bringing it to you. Right. So this segment is called TWB. Mm-hmm. Not DWB, mm-hmm. but T, like Tom WB. And this, this segment is called Thriving While Black. Thriving While Black. So what's Thriving While Black about, Am? So this segment will be us highlighting um, different stories or positive vibes or good news. Anything that's overall positive that has happened in the black community, um, we're going to highlight it and showcase it and let you guys know. Maybe you guys haven't heard of it. Maybe you guys didn't know these things You know, were happening. Um, we want to be a platform that allows these stories that are otherwise unheard of due to media either not caring about these stories and when i say media i mean big media like mm-hmm. you know fox you know nbc the real news they're these not stories, showcasing these stories are happening every day right. and if we are gonna have this platform yes we're here for the shits and giggles and yes we be wilding but we're we're, we're it, like upon this podcast's inception this was always a segment. We always said we need to have a segment highlighting the wonderful things that are happening happening in the black community. We just, you know, it took us to episode three to finally mm-hmm. be able to push it. But I think our first story for DW, uh, DWB, for TWB, and just so you know, just to explain TWB, it's a play off of DWB, which is driving while black, which is a negative connotation for the black community. And we took that and flipped it into something positive, which is thriving while black, right. just for anyone who didn't catch on. So for our first TWB story, um, I wanted to highlight some college students from our local um, community, Seton Hall University. Um, I was first introduced to this story by some of my younger sorority sisters posting some images on their Instagram stories of a sit-in. And yes, sit-ins still happen, but you know, when it's something that happens so close to you, um, you know, to people so close to you in a location so close to you, it really hits you in a different way. And I also realized that they made it to NJ.com. Um, so basically there's a group, excuse me, there's a group, um, called the shoe, which is Seton Hall university, S H U concerned 44. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they are staging a major protest right now. I think even right now, as we speak, um, at Seton Hall University, which is in uh, East Orange, South Orange, it's in South Orange, South Orange, New Jersey, um, and they're they're demanding funding for diversity. And I'm just gonna read a few things from the um, post, well, article from NJ.com. This is by Adam Clark. Um, so they are demanding better treatment for minority minority students and adequate funding for courses on diversity. Dozens of students at Seton Hall University are in the midst of a, oh, it's a three-day sit-in mm-hmm. at the administration building. I've literally seen firsthand, not firsthand, but, you know, right from Instagram stories, these people are sleeping 
at the administration building at Seton Hall University. I saw them in the sleeping bags. Good Samaritans have been bringing them food, pizza, all sorts of things, water. Um, The group using the name Concern 44 has organized a five-day protest across the Catholic University South Orange campus. We are deeply, and this is a quote from the group's Twitter, we are deeply dissatisfied with the way students of color have been treated and represented and are holding the administration accountable. Um, some of their demands include more funding for the Africana Studies Program, okay. Latin American Studies Program, and Latino and Latina Studies Program. Yeah. The students also want a thorough examination and reconstruction of administration departments that handle complaints about equity and discrimination. So... Just a little fact, about 8% of Seton Hall students are African-American. And about 17% are Hispanic, according to state data. So I just want to come in and congratulate and give some positive vibes to the Concern 44. I want to pull up because they actually had a, in their stories, they have something where the people who are not able to go to the sit-in, other ways that you can support. And I just want to put that out there for anybody who is willing to donate or send them some type of kind words. Um, It says here, stand in solidarity with the Concern 44. If you are unable to attend the sit-ins and protests, you can call the office of the provost and express your support. The phone number is 973, and this is public information, so that's why I'm able to put it out, 973-275-2480. And when they would like you to do this is Wednesday through Friday. So they probably, you you guys can still call. You're going to hear this on Sunday, Mm -hmm. but still give them some support spread the word um i think they're going to be protesting until tomorrow um and they literally said the time is from 9 a.m until our demands are met so they're serious um just a quote from the university says we welcome continuing constructive dialogue to address the issues they have raised and we are always interested in exploring new ways to enhance the diversity of our campus culture and academic curriculum that's a quote from the university but clearly that has not been enough right so if you guys um i think they have like a hashtag you could just have uh or they have an instagram at shu underscore concern 44 if you want to find out any more information on what that group of students brave students i might mm-hmm. add um what they have going on check them out see what they're about you know show your support this is our local stuff this ain't right. something from arkansas this is right in new jersey right south orange new jersey. new jersey at that so i just wanted to put that out there because Definitely. even though it's on nj.com who knows how for how much further it would go right absolutely so. like i remember just being a student at temple university in, in north philly and we had to fight for our african-american mm-hmm. studies department and it's just like we're in the middle of north philadelphia mm-hmm. although african-american students were only 13 percent of the student body you got we're in north philly right we're not in like <laughs> Bel Air. Right. Lancaster mm-hmm. County. No, mm-hmm. we're in North Philadelphia. This is a black community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our, we were in the middle of the city. So it was open for even people who weren't Temple students. They can, walk, campus. They can walk through campus. Absolutely. And for you to try to take away programs that cater to African-American or minority students, it's just like, what type of university are you right. running? Right. And we used to rally. We used to have sit-ins. We, and we have to, con- it's a shame that we have to continue to do this mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we shouldn't be having to fight for 
an African-American studies department to right. stay open right. or for them to fund these minority-run programs. Or fight for them to see the importance of it. That's right. really what it is. It's like, you clearly don't find it important, important if you are all. not putting money into these programs. Like, you, that's unbelievable. But at the end of the day, I'm paying tuition to go right. to school. Right. And so now you can't even fund a program and that is... expensive as hell. Like, hell Yeah. I wanted to go to Seton Hall, yeah. and they sent me that um, that welcome letter. Was like, Hello? "Hey, we're gonna give you five thousand dollars." I'm like, "Sis, but right. I still." They owe gave you me they gave me ten k so. a year. Like, what's that mm-hmm. gonna do? No, nothing, nothing. But shout out to all the people mm-hmm. at Seton Hall right now, the students that are a part of the Concern 44, and yes. you guys are really fighting for what you believe in, and you need to continue to do that because uh, nobody else is gonna do it. Absolutely, if you do. absolutely. So, more power to you. We're definitely going to be supporting you here from the mm-hmm. People's Podcast, and we're going to put the word out there. I know a few friends who have graduated from Seton Hall. I have a friend who's currently in a master's program at Seton Hall. So any support that we can give, right. we're going to be giving you guys. So shout Absolutely. out to you, yes. Driving Wild Black. Keep doing what you're doing. We got your back. Yep. All right? Let's move on. We're going to move on, and we're going to get into the shits now. now so we, we, now gave you, we gave you some positive shit. Now we're getting into the bullshit, okay? That's exactly what we're about to do. Um, so where we at? Uh, first story, I think, that we need to talk about, just to get it out the way, because it's a... It's, I was about to say it's a fucking nuisance. But <laughs> honestly, it's just some shit like, all right, let's just get this over with. Mm-hmm. So Pooch Hall got pulled over... For a DUI, he had a, a child in the car, right? He sure did. We mentioned this on episode one. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, I think, Joe's uh, hot topic that day. And it first of all, it's just like, so you were under the influence and you had a child in the car and you're mm-hmm. a celebrity. I feel some type of way about that. Right. But um, I it just... wasn't just in the car, though. The kid was driving, yes. Yeah, the kid was driving. Yeah, for sure. That was the headbanger. (laughs) That was the headbanger. The kid just wasn't in the car. He was operating the vehicle on Pooch Hall's lap. First of all, like, granted, I've done, when I was young, I got in a car with my uncle or my father and, like, but they weren't under the influence. Right. They was just letting me, like, try to steal the car. But they were in full control of the vehicle. Not, like, uh... Son, you got this, right? Like, right. what? He's just like, like bro, you got this because like, I'm a little fan right now. That's whack. So, um, Pooch Hall could see prison time. Yes, yeah, six after, years, I think. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. After allegedly endangering his child earlier this month. Um, on Wednesday, he was charged with child abuse and driving under the influence. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office announced this to the public at that time. He's scheduled to make a court appearance today, and he could face a maximum of six years in prison, in state prison, if right. he's convicted of this. Felony child abuse in DUI, bro. Mm-hmm. Should be more time than that. That's what I think. I thought so, too. That's I thought That's so, too. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, so they... These charges come just three weeks that he was arrested for taking a will with his two-year-old son on his lap. Burbank, mm-hmm, two, year, two years old. The baby was two years old. Um, Burbank police responded to a call on October 3rd regarding a traffic collision. When officers arrived, witnesses reported seeing a man weaving in and out of traffic with a small child seated on his lap. Um, this is coming from People Magazine. 
One witness reported seeing the child's hands on the steering wheel. Like, that is disgusting, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like, let, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just like, dude. Why? It's automatically illegal to have them in the front seat. In the front right. seat. In the back. In, in a car, in a car right. seat. Six years yes, old, so. these these. That's what I was about to say. These big grown children be in the back seat in a car seat, Still in and you seat, got yep. this baby in the front Two seat in the driver's side. It's unbelievable. It's Steering, it's really unbelievable. Like people are reporting that you are weaving in and out of traffic with a two year old child on your lap and his hands is on the steering wheel. Like what are we really thinking here? Like what Jeez, like what's uh, going through your mind? I, like what is really happening? I'm not did, sure. Did they lock him up that night? He was locked he was up. Locked he was up held on a hundred thousand dollars bail. Mm-hmm. I guess eventually, um, I think the girlfriend I don't know if that's true. Don't quote me. Mm-hmm. But he obviously he he eventually I think got out. But I think now he's being charged. Yeah. So he ultimately collided with a parked vehicle. Yes. And was detained at the scene on suspicion of driving under the influence. Fortunately, there were no injuries reported as a result of the collision. His son was released to his wife at the scene of the accident. And I hate to make a joke. This is not funny. But go ahead, because I want to (laughs) laugh. Say it. Happen to just gan- take a gander into the comments. <laughs> and yeah. somebody said, Damn, this a bad look for the Sabres. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. Like, funny. This is so not funny. Oh but, like, God, people no. been saying Derwin ain't been the same no. since the girl got pregnant. Like, all these <laughs> things have been... And I'm just like, this is really, like, not funny, but I'm sorry. It's hilarious because anytime the I think was, about... The show was still on the air? I think it's off. No, I think it's gone now. It's but you know, people people gonna get their people gonna get their jokes off. People gonna get their jokes off regardless. Honestly, like, cause you say Pooch Hall, and I'm like, who Derwin? <laughs> who Derwin? Exactly. He still play for the Sabers. That's not right. Even a real football yes. team. But I'm like, he still play for them. Like this is this is a lot. This this is a lot. Well. I mean, they said that at the scene, he displayed obvious signs of alcohol yeah. intoxication. He was unable to perform the standardized field sobriety test, and. His two-year-old son was riding with him at the time of the collision. Like, all the signs pointed to, you just fucked up. But it's like, to me, it's more than a fuck-up because it's like, dude, like, to me, it's some type of mental discrepancy Mm -hmm. or illness. Son, you, I mean, maybe you could be that drunk to think, you know, I'm going to put my son in my lap and I'm going to ask, I'm going to have my son drive, my two-year-old son. But, like, you know, are you that drunk to, like, to such a capacity that that makes sense to you? Right. You know what I, mean? I guess so. And, I well, guess they people s- could get in their car and think that they're sober enough to drive. Right. To drive, I'm sorry, but but come on, bro. Can you really get in a car with your child? Like, I don't have children, but it's just like if I ever felt the least bit of tipsy, like I'm definitely not getting in a car right, with a child, my right. child, anybody's child. And they said the police said that he was driving with a .08% blood mm-hmm. alcohol content, so which you, is three times right. the legal limit, by the way. Exactly. So you are drunk. And you put this baby in the car, and where was this child's mother? Yeah, I don't know where she was. I know that they, I've read something like back when the story first came out. I did read something about like either she bailed him out, or he was, you know, released when she bailed him out, or something like that. Like she was cold, in other words. Oh, she's um, but yeah, this this is this story is a lot. I'm, I really feel bad, like for Pooch, cause Pooch, it's 
Like, first of all, your mother named you Pooch. That's the number first one. First of all, Derwin. Is his name really Pooch? It might be. I don't know. I don't know. That's what we know him as. That's what he's on the tabloids and the right. blogs as. So he's Pooch Hall, a.k.a. Derwin. Right. Derwin, you a dummy. Derwin, ding dong, ding the, dong, Davis. Ain't that's it. That's what he called, right? Ding dong. He's a ding dong dummy, yes. Derwin. <laughs> You should go to jail because you right. get on my nerves. Yeah, we had to update y'all on Pooch because we did bring him up. Yo, uh, but people be doing time. less than that and be getting more time. More sure. time. So that's what I said, six years? Six yeah. and a half years, yeah, they a said. Two-year-old, not a, not a 12-year-old. Right, like or even a five-year-old. Like, it's a two-year-old infant tot. Like, come on. That's crazy. Yeah, and they just, six years. He's facing six years. When people are doing way less and getting way more. more. It's crazy what happens when you a celebrity in California, I guess. But you know what? I'm glad that that child is safe. That's what I'm saying. I'm just glad no one was, like, ridiculously hurt. Because he hit a parked car. So imagine if somebody was sitting in a parked car and it was a two-year-old operating the vehicle. Like, what? If it was anybody else, like, an adult, Operating a vehicle, hitting a parked car. Like, if something happened to those people in that car, you're going to jail. But Absolutely. what can you say? You know what I'm saying? This, you got a two-year-old baby operating Who answers vehicle. the... Like, the, the baby can't answer for themselves. I'm right. sorry, officer. I thought I'm I was sorry, able... officer. What? Like, my father had his phone in the gas, and I okay. was responsible. The baby can't even say those words. Right. Like... It's crazy. It's and you sad. know what? I'm glad the baby is okay. Hopefully, that mother don't let that baby around pooch anymore until <laughs> right. he could pass a sobriety test right um it's just unfortunate yeah, I think it's, it's probably quiet for that yeah, it's quiet for that uh, it's just unfortunate that this had to happen honestly when i see like more things happen in the news that are negative and have to do with black people i just be so upset and I'm just, just disappointed. Like, why y'all keep doing this just <laughs> disappointed. like this one was really crazy for me yeah like, pooch really but anyway, whatever. There's some other disappointing things yes. that has been happening oh, within the black community. Who are we talking about? So, if you guys watched the recent season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, mm. there was a new character. I don't know if she was like came in at the end of last season or the beginning of this season, yeah. but her name is Spice. Mm-hmm. She's a rapper from Jamaica. Big up Jamaica, but like right now, I'm not, I don't even want to big up Jamaica because what is going on with Spice right. right now? She posted a picture on Instagram, and she is basically bleached, right? Like white faced, mm-hmm. and I, I'm half Jamaican, so I know part of Jamaican culture is. You know, people bleaching like their it's super skin. deep. Like, like it's super like a deep. real like thing. Like they they bathe in it. Yeah. They, like like we put on lotion and Vaseline. That's how they put on that skin. Right. Like stuff. it's a very big complex. And so when I saw her do when I first saw the picture, it was just like, okay, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. Like, she. I mean, a, I, like from what I've seen now, now that it's been like a, a day mm-hmm. or two by, between like her actually uh, posting that picture, yeah. Like I do believe that it's just makeup, mm-hmm. but well, uh, y'all, don't, y'all don't know the whole story. 
Y'all don't know about the video? Yeah, I saw yeah. the video. Oh, yeah. the, in the video, you yeah, clearly see it was, it was just what it was about. about. Did it on purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I both, my first, it like. Shay, I think that your reaction was everyone's reaction. Yeah, that was my first, first reaction when it happened. It was like, really, sis? And then I saw the video, and it was like, okay, like, right. I get it. Like, I think it was, like, really dope. I think that, like, now I can say that. Because mm-hmm. I was really, I was right where you are. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. Because mm-hmm. at, at one point, before I think she officially said, like, or officially dropped the video, it was still some ambiguity yeah, there. It was right. still like, wait, well, did she? Cause, but in my mind, I'm like, you. there's no way you can... Bleach your skin mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. in one day, no. or, or she, she she put the picture up and then dropped the video. Yeah, then dropped the video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the so the way no the picture the came up yesterday, the and then the video out. was out like yes. tomorrow. The so day she after. she uh, she has officially like the number mm-hmm. one song in Jamaica right mm-hmm. in, on the uh, reggae charts. Mm-hmm. It was smart deploy, like you know what I'm saying. Like that marketing, whoever was behind that. If it was her, yeah. kudos to you because you did exactly what you needed to do to sell that record. Right. But at the same time, if we're going to take the other, you know, if we're going to talk about the real issue, which is what she wants, because the song is called Black Hypocrisy, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, I think the song is really dope. And it's like that whole skin complexion complex. That's a thing. Is a whole thing. It's a thing. That shit is real. It's, it's real. so real. That self-hate Freaking, what's this guy? Vibes Cartel? Yeah, you seen, yo. You look like a ghost, bro. Mm-hmm. He looked dead. He looks like a gray ghost. And it's sad. And it's like the and amount. He like the real super gangster Jamaican. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a murderer. Killing people. Yeah, and his mm-hmm. son is doing it too now. Mm-hmm. Bleaching his skin. And I know that not only in the Jamaican, or, you know, Jamaican culture, I know in some African, African cultures, cultures also, mm-hmm. like bleaching your skin is like a real big thing. Absolutely. And it's like, I never, you know, I'm a darker skinned woman. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I never really had like a complex in terms of like, Oh my God, I want to be light skinned mm. or I want to be lighter than what I am. Mm-hmm. But I did have like those, like, I did always feel like the boys liked the girls who were light skinned more Absolutely. than the girls. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, I could give a fuck, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, like, fuck cool. you. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But I, I can't lie and say that I didn't see that disparity. No, yeah. Um, absolutely. Between... That was a phase. Because mm-hmm. I used to be the shit back in the day. Because <laughs> <laughs> when Jack City came yeah. out, right, and right, 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 right. Right. Shit dudes in the movie, so it was over for us. For sure. That's, so, that was, that's, that's true. true. It's a phase. It's, it's like, it's in or it's out. I think it still is. Mm-hmm. It still comes and goes, so, even yeah. with us. Like, even with older, um, old, even with, you know, older people, like, you know, not just children. Like, but it's like, when do we... Like, when do we get to the point where it's like, all right, y'all, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a point where there was, like, a party. I'm talking this is, like, some years ago, but, like, there was a party, like, light skin versus dark, dark. skin. Mm-hmm. Remember those parties that yeah. would always come out black versus white or, mm-hmm. you like, jeans and all white, whatever. Yeah. It was a light skin versus, versus dark, dark skin, skin party at a club. And I'm like, wow. wow. Like, that's yeah. a little much It's wow. And it was... Like, and I've seen that even up until, like, right before I went to college, like, I started That's seeing... That's around the time I'm talking about yeah, like, yeah, those years. I started seeing that, and I I was never really, like, in the Jersey City party scene. Like, I wasn't on Oxford or anything like party. that. I've never Fun been to fact. Oxford. <laughs> Fun fact, I've never been to an Oxford party, and yes. I'm grateful that I have not. Fun fact, too, I've never been to a party at the center. 
Me either. Nope. Me either. I didn't. I didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My mom didn't allow that, Me and I'm glad she didn't because that was <laughs> tragic. Anyway, but yeah, the I saw those different. Well, I've always seen and experienced that light skin versus dark skin yeah. complex when it came, especially to me, like dealing with, I guess you want to say boys at the yeah. time. And, oh, and I ain't saying no names, but it was a boy when I was in grammar school. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget because I still remember this to this day. I was in sixth grade. I was walking down the stairs and he was bad. He was a light skinned boy. He was bad. He might hear this podcast and know who, exactly who I'm talking about, but it's fine. Hi. Um, <laughs> I was walking down the staircase, and he was like, look at that dirty black girl. Oh. Look at Asia. She's so black with her big nose. Look at Asia. That, look at that dirty black girl. But to this day, when he see me, Hey, Asia, baby. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Mm-hmm. You're so beautiful. Oh, yeah. What about that dirty right. black girl right. that you was called? would have been you. Okay. Okay. And it's no, really like we like. I'm like, whatever, boy. Bye. It's tough. And, you know, darker skinned women, girls, we have to go through that cliche like, oh, you're so pretty for a dark skinned girl. For a dark I remember girl. the first time that that was ever like said to me and I'm just like are you serious <laughs> like are you serious mm-hmm. absolutely the, the music video they always had light-skinned girls in the video yeah and I think that plays a major part into like how men in this society like react to it because you know how these rappers put out this music in these videos and they set the bar for a status yep that people should be trying to reach and so you know for younger boys that are coming up and they're seeing this on tv or whatever and they might not have any other type of influence in their life they're seeing this and they're like i need that's what i need to achieve that's what i need to get to be successful quote unquote or to be like on my game or whatever i gotta have me a light-skinned john mm -hmm. next to me and then that means the money will come. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, the underlying tone of those. And don't get me wrong. There was plenty of, like, dark, darker-skinned women mm-hmm. who, after a while, started to be the stars mm-hmm. in these videos. Um, but it's like, damn, why is why is a music video the standard? The standard. You know what I mean? Like... That's listen. I that always whole say thing, though that 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 complex thing is deep. Though. It's all systematic. That all yeah, of it is yeah, systematic for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. And you know, oh, that's a good segue. Y- yeah, for it to be systematic because. Thank you, bartender. Everybody's aware of the type. We're gonna go ahead and move on, but talking about systematic, mm-hmm. everybody's aware of the state of the country we're living in right mm-hmm. now. Right? Oh, I wasn't even talking about that story, but go ahead. It works. For real? Nope. I was no. Go ahead though. You sure? No. Go for All it. All right. So we know who's president right now. Unfortunately, Unf- I'm gonna drink right, right. now. You see me right? I had to take a sip. Like shit. You just reminded me. Like- <laughs> I'm gonna take another sip. Hold on. We have a fucking clown in the White House. For right sure. Now. Fucking. Oh damn! Where's my phone? Cause I'm. A, can I see your phone? Yeah. I wanna go ahead, but I just wanna pull up his his response. To go ahead. Shit, you, you might need me to unlock it. He's a horrible person. Um, period. Period. He's a horrible, horrible person. Um, and I hope that he burns in the fires of hell. 
Um, I'm pretty sure he will. Me too. But there, there's been a thing going on right now because there's so many people who are backing him and supporting him. It's ridiculous the type of people that live in the United States of America, but they're here. They're they're present once again. Um, but the there's speculation that these people who are supporting him are sending bombs um, to the homes of different people like Joe Biden, anti right. Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. Today was Robert De Niro and Joe Biden, and then I think yesterday was Obama and the Clintons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there was other people, too, Mm -hmm. um, yesterday. Oh, CNN. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? Was it anything threatening, or was it just... They were actual bombs, like mm-hmm. that would actual bombs. Yeah, that mm-hmm. like like those homemade bombs yeah. mm-hmm. that could have easily detonated with the nails and all that inside wow. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. The one, the ones today were stopped at the mail facility. Yeah, thank God. Um, it's just like if you if you see who's been reported to be receiving these bombs or who yeah. they're meant to be sent to, in your mind you know what type of people are sending. Yeah. This. I mean, anything could happen because with this country, the way we've been threatened by terrorists and things like that, mm-hmm. they make they they can make it up to make it seem like it's coming from somewhere else when it's really. But coming the thing from is, them. that's still a terrorist. Whether, whether, no, it's a, exactly you know what I'm saying? like whether you're from U.S. soil or not. Oh, that's a fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? I hate that they're not to say that mm-hmm. you, but like you know, they like think that. You think that you, you're making this big halloo and you're sending these freaking bombs that could literally kill people mm-hmm. and you don't think you're you don't think you're, you're a, a terrorist? terrorist? No, you're a terrorist. And it's quite clear that it's like a supporter of him. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. The dude that put that crock pot thing in New York. Was yes. From, uh, America, he was from Jersey or something. Yep. Somewhere? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. That, the guy that shot up all those people in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're yeah. a terrorist. Oh. And the but majority they were, of they, those attacks are Right here. Homegrown. Right, so. homegrown. That man was from America, and he went to Las Vegas during that concert or whatever festival that was and decided to let his gun just go yeah. a-blazing around a crowd of people. But they, the news and the media and whoever else really refused to call this man a terrorist. Yep. Oh, he was just a homebody, and he would just stay in the house mm-hmm. and drink his wine and eat his peanuts. Right. Like, what are you talking about? This man is a threat. And then he was a threat. Yeah. On top of all that, right? So like on top of oh Mac uh Maxine Waters too mm-hmm. was a part of the ones from yesterday. Um they were pipe bombs, that's what they called Shout them. Shout out the to Maxine. Bombs. What's up, Auntie sis? Maxine, yes, hey girl. Hey Auntie. Um <laughs> This man who is unfortunately in the uh seat of presidency <laughs> said I refuse to ever like I, ever get, I know Frank even say his name. I know. This man, this man tweeted. Now, typically, if I'm president, bro, and like there's clearly something like this going on, this is the the, the furthest away from what I'm a tweet. Since tweeting right. is his is his preferred mode of uh uh conversation with the public. This man said, "A very big part of the anger we see today in our society is caused by purposely false." an inaccurate reporting of the mainstream media that I refer to as fake news. (laughs) It has gotten so bad and hateful that it is beyond description. Mainstream media must clean up its act fast. How fucking 
dare how you? dare you bro how dare you minimize niggas sending bombs right. <laughs> to people's doors as anger anger yeah. so i'm mad at you so i could just send me some I, I ain't even gonna stay because the CIA ain't gonna come <laughs> scoop me up. <laughs> but come on, anger? anger, and then you blaming it on the media, right? It's the How media's fault. How dare you, bro? Are you kidding? I could not believe when I saw. I'm like, yo, this man did not say this. Like you serious? And this was hours after, I think the ones that happened yesterday. He said this. Mm-hmm. Like what? And then they said that the ones from today do appear to come from, like, the same sender. Yeah, So, so it's like, okay, so what about, like, what what happens when they succeed, bro? Yeah, what's going to happen You know, then? is and that what type of anger? repercussions are you going right. to do this full-fledged investigation and find this person just like you did this bullshit-ass investigation about Kavanaugh? Did, are we going to do the same thing, or are we just going to let this shit slide? Right. Because he's been appointed Supreme Court justice now. So we just going to be letting people And how quickly has that been erased? Oh, nobody media. talks about how it quickly? anymore. Nobody Everything talks about was it. was all the trial. All this, all you know, the the the, the lady who you know was had the claims against him. You know why? Because we don't have any Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Holding people not, accountable. They, they don't have the energy. They, it's, it's sad. But I just feel like honestly, this man is unprecedented, though. No, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like the shit that he does is way like, wow. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 mind like this tweet. It's mind-blowing. Mind you calling this anger, bro? Mm-hmm. You're literally okay in that shit. Yeah, and it's regular. And you know what? That brings up a point. I was just thinking about the other day. Like, I remember when I was younger, and we used to talk about the president of the United States. And it was like, to be the president, you have to be super smart. Oh, you my God, yes. So articulate. Like, you, you have, have to, to be, be somebody mild mannered. Like those were things that we thought only few people of this world could aspire to words, be. I didn't really think like I didn't. Not that I didn't inspire to be the president, but, but it, it was, was just like, like yo, the president is like the man. The man. You know man. what I mean? Like the most honest person in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the most class A citizen. Like you know, no, not someone who has a fucking iota. Of the, of the charges this motherfucker has against him. And not even that. Not the person who has a fucking Twitter account. And right. that is on Twitter all fucking day like, long. Like, you, who, you the, the president person. of the United States is tweeting at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Are you not presidenting some mm-hmm. shit right now? Mm-hmm. Why the hell are you on motherfucking Twitter at 3 a.m.? You have nothing else to say to be like, the media is trash. This is right. all fake news. Who, who I refer to as. Right. And you sound so fucking stupid. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. He's trash. So much. He's so fucking trash. He's so trash. I can't even waste my breath and even like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's some days, like, honestly, I'm going to be honest. It's some days I wake up and be like, yo, this man really the president. That's what like, I'm literally in, in like disbelief. His name. Yes. Yeah, I have to say that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's really like he's really the like you just said. This president is really always usually held to the highest esteem. Yeah, you know what I mean. Forever President Barack Obama was like the least scandalous mm-hmm. president. You know what I mean? 
What's the lady name on Channel Four that just lost her job? Oh, she's on. She's she ready. She coming up, Megan uh, Kelly. Megan Kelly. Just I don't want to mess your thing. No, it's fine. But in a situation like that, she's fired. They get fired, her, right? They got rid mm-hmm. of her. Now, she's just a news reporter. Mm-hmm. This is the president, president. of the United States <laughs> saying the shit Thank he's you. saying, and there's no repercussion. Not one. None. Not, Not one. one. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? that and it, you yeah. know the crazier part? You could literally, it's like it's like a hat, right? Mm-hmm. That has all the fucked up shit that this man, not even the things that he's been charged with or, or uh, allegations. Right. Let's just say the fucked up shit that he said. Like, okay. You could literally just pull, close your mm-hmm. eyes and reach in that hat and pull out one thing and guarantee that's something that should be plausible right. enough to get his ass get up out of, of here. And I was listening to the radio a couple, maybe like a week or two ago, and they said, I think it was on Ebro in the morning, he said, guaranteed, once his presidency is over, like, they gonna find some reason to arrest him. They ain't gonna do it now, but he's gonna go to jail. And I'm just like, but why won't they do it now? Exactly. Like, why can't he go to jail now? And all the things that he has been done or reported to do, even grabbing grabbing women out of pussy. Like, Like, you how are you the president? How are you the president? After that, after after it's been recorded that you said that, people heard it Like, I heard that with my ears. You said that. But then, we got reports of a, uh, somebody that's about to be Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. doing these things. This woman is bringing off these whole presenta- this whole presentation like, how, of the- evidence and we're not even taking hit. He said grabbing grabbing him by the pussy. He said it. Like, it's not it. like an alleged. That's not an alleged thing. Like, we heard he it. Did it. But he's still the president. Now you you got this one. He, go, he goes through a trial or whatever and they, first of all, them fucking calendars. Oh. I, I don't even want to talk about them bullshit right. ass calendars. I wish, I wish we had but, that, that episode that, that our our little fake episode we did. Yeah, that was a good episode. It was. <laughs> but those, but you do you just like just with those exam, examples, you can see the state of disaster that this country is in. Like we like. If I was in another country, hell yeah, I'd be laughing at the United oh, States. Oh, for sure. No, I the, would the world laughing. already laughed at us. Like, literally, the UN yeah. chuckled at this motherfucker because he is out of control. Let's okay? not forget, because of him, Kanye was oh. thinking about running for the presidency. And he's dead now, ass. When you got people like that thinking like, damn, it's, if he can if be he the president... Could do it, I could be the president. Absolutely. That's when you know the country's fucked up. And yeah, I saw when, when he went up there to meet with him. If that wasn't the most Kunye fucking, like, I literally felt like I was looking at Get Out. Seriously, it was the way so he walked sad. up to him. And you know what made me cringe the most about that? Not to go about no, go over old news mm-hmm. and shit, but you know what made me cringe the most about that video of Kanye meeting with the president? A, the fact that this man, the, the fact that the president said, I thought we were just meeting for lunch. <laughs> B, <laughs> B, the fact that Kanye is so oblivious. Yeah. So painfully oblivious, oblivious. that he is the butt of this joke. joke. Yeah. And it's like, you really thought that like, you know, yeah, you know, Kim got some people out of jail. Cool. I'm not going to not commend those things for happening. You know what I'm saying? But what what I what I absolutely will Fuck not do bitch. is accept <laughs> <laughs> what I will not do is accept the fucking like shucking and jiving 
because that's what he was doing. The, when he went to hug him, when you could feel that the president was embarrassed by him, how how could you possibly? That's my phone. Yes, I. How could you possibly make this man feel embarrassed? You get what I'm trying to say? The most, the most like media hungry celebrity. You know what I mean? Kind of person. I could see the embarrassment in his face mm-hmm. that Kanye is up there cursing. Yeah. You know, saying all this wild ass shit. And then you go to him and hug him. And that's why Trump was like, I thought we were just meeting for lunch. Bro, because even Trump was like, yo, he's OD. And this is not going to be like, this could have maybe look a little better to the black community, but this is definitely not going to make me look better to the black community. Cause, so I'm not going to even own right, it. Right, your little plan I'm backfired. not even going to own it. You got the fuck. Mm, I can't. Okay. Then backfire because they played that shit. He got what he One. set out to. He mm-hmm. got publicity. That's what. And that's the tragic trash part about all yeah. of it. It's sure. so is that's sad. all he wants is the publicity. Sure. It's right. so disappointing. And when I tell you, because I was one of those people who was a Kanye stan. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I would defend him. Most of us were. Right. Yeah. Through his shenanigans, that Taylor Swift shit. I didn't give a fuck. I right. was like, well, fuck Taylor Swift. I was definitely Kanye, team Kanye you know, during that shit. I was team Kanye and his music did so much for me, but it's just like, I can no longer defend him. I can't make up no excuses for him. Yeah, he got mental health issues, but that's not even an excuse anymore. Right. It's not even an excuse anymore because you refuse to get out of this sunken place and you and keep making you excuses for it. you're a part of. And I'm just like, bro, now you up here shooking and jiving? Literally. That's embarrassing. Oh, that shit. When I'm, I couldn't even watch that I'm whole honest, video. I can't watch it either. I saw I saw the clips of it, and I was just like, you know what? Rest in peace to Kanye West. Seriously. That's it, because he's dead to me now. I can't. I have to just hold on to what I had, the memories I had, the music I had. Literally, he had music that saved my life. And it's just like, I can't let go of that because of what it means right. to me. But this person... This, this... You ain't the same, bro. You not, you not, you not that. Yo, that could have been a white person mm-hmm. doing what Kanye did, and people would have been like, yo, he's bugging. He's bugging. But because he's black, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, my man, you are... They let him hang himself. They yeah. letting him hang let himself. Him himself. And I just feel like it's, it's no way... I don't see him coming out of this. Yeah. I don't see it anymore. Sure he will. Because it only takes for him to do one thing for the people in this day and age... Mm-hmm. Just take one thing. I hope so. I Not really for hope. Me. I think I I'm officially. Not. But I'm it's officially, just. Uh, I'm officially done. He needs to stop dressing like a water bottle, though. <laughs> so, could you imagine if Kanye was president and he went to like the UN dressed like a Perrier water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you get this nigga the fuck out of like, like, yeah. like, here. <laughs> we can't hear you, friend. You're going to have to come a little closer to the mic. You can sit over here. Lauren, shout out to the bartender. Come, come, sit over here next to us because we got the mics. The yes, mics we got mics tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the other one right. like the ambient sound. Huh? And what were you saying? Don't worry, because this gets edited. It's fine. I said that Kanye's gonna have to stop dressing like a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> to forget that he's a clown. Okay. Like you need to put some real pants on. 
<laughs> and stop talking crazy to all these people. I With agree. them house shoes that's too small for his feet. Okay, like he's just a joke all around. But it's like, but you make shoes. <laughs> you make shoes, and you couldn't find a pair anywhere that were your size. Right. That's and once again, not today. to talk about old news again, but why he get them them kids, them white shoes? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why would you do that? It, you're giving these, first of all, you're giving them $200 shoes when you could have just given them like donated something of substance. It was a horrible decision. But you give them white ass shoes? <laughs> That's all I had to say. I'm done. You know, like I said, my heart has been broken when it comes to Kanye West. I'm heartbroken. I'm sad. And I really can't talk about it much. It's the fact that I just have to say, R.I.P. Kanye. Yeah. You did a lot for me. But now I'm done with you. For sure. That's it. Um, we want to move on because we could go on and on exactly. about this orange nigga. Let's just do <laughs> one more uh, hot topic because we got all these other good things to talk about. Yeah, we do have a lot to talk I about. I do want to talk about saying? Megan though. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so Uncle Rye, you brought her up a little while ago. Um, Megan Kelly, for those of you who don't know, is a talk show host on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name. I, like, f- first of all, like I don't even. I don't even know the name of her show. That's number one. Um, two, from today and I think the rest of this week, her sh- her show is typically live. And for the rest of this week, she will be like reruns. Right. Because she decided to, there was a segment on, I forget the lady's name, um, but some woman decided to be Diana Ross for, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, a white woman mm-hmm. decided to be Diana Ross for Halloween, which cool be diana ross but where you fucked up is you decided to really be diana ross like you wanted to (laughs) like not have like you you put the you went to the fucking beauty store the the makeup store yeah you saw that fucking concealer that you know that's it don't belong to you does not belong to your (laughs) pasty ass i'm sorry (laughs) you got that whole brown ass concealer because it wasn't like it's not that that's face makeup Mm -mm. face makeup is usually white or like the color black Mm -hmm. you know to be a vampire or some wild shit but you decided to go to the makeup store and get some foundation and put it on your face some foundation that could have very well been okay for me right and now you Diana Ross. Now you Diana Ross. So that's a that's a fail, and that's a that's that's a that's a that's a tragic situation in itself. Mm-hmm. But then you got my girl Meg, who decided to defend vehemently this shit. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, well, I don't really understand, you know, why blackface is a big deal when people there's plenty of black people. Who do white face. So before I delve into that. Which one? <laughs> before I get into that. Sis. Um, oh, she also went on to say how when she grew up, there was no like, you know, she didn't, she doesn't understand blackface. Like, because when she grew up, it just was what it was. Halloween was what, you know, people dress how they wanted to dress. People put the makeup on they wanted to put on. Amber. And I'm just like, mm, I highly doubt that because I don't know how the fuck old you are, but <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure whenever you grew up, sis, it wasn't the best of times in this country. Right. And your white counterparts, you know, I'm not your counterpart, your white compadres were not walking around 
with blackface on. Mm-mm. Simple. Mm-mm. Like, we're not going to act like blackface is not a stereotypical um, expression, you know what I mean, that is derogatory to black people. Right. No matter whether you literally have the color black on your face or if you're just wearing foundation that is not your shade. That's not your shade. And uh-huh. Even back in the day when black people would put the white face on, it was coonery. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So either way... You're very passionate because she was very like, you know, going ham about this. Like, you know, I don't understand, you know, what's the big deal kind of thing. And she got the black, the backlash that she deserved. Right. And um, Al Roker ripped her a new one. And I think that like she replaced him. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had a few things. He had a few things to say. <laughs> he had quite a few. He's like, yes, you he know, should. she didn't even apologize. Throw your shade, you know, sir. To the black it. community. He was waiting for her to fuck up. Oh. He was waiting on double bitch. Okay. He was ready for this moment. Right. And he got it. You know, I watched an episode, because you know I watch a lot of TV, but I watched an episode of Real Housewives in New York City. And one of the... One of the members of the cast showed up to the costume party as Diana Ross. That's probably who it was then. She had a whole afro. Yeah, and her skin was, was brown. brown. That's yes, her. Oh, yeah, that was What's Luann. What's her name? Luann. Yes, that's who it is. So for sure. Luann showed up to the costume party, and that was a question. Like, a lot of the ladies, when it came reunion time and they brought it yeah. up, a lot. Of, I don't want to say a lot of them, but some of them were just like, yeah, I knew she was just coming as Diana Ross, and she was oblivious that it might seem blackface, but they knew that it was disrespectful and it wasn't right. Right. But they wouldn't say that. Mm. That was my issue. It was just like, no, say it. Like, she came in blackface until one, shout out to Bethany. I love her anyway. Yeah, I like Bethany. Bethany was like... Yeah, like, that was totally blackface, and, like, she had no idea, because she is oblivious to everything, but I told her, like, it was wrong. And I was like, thank you, Bethany, because the rest of these bitches not gonna say that. It's fine. But, so, I I knew that had to be what y'all was talking about, but I wasn't sure, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, yeah, that was definitely... But you know what's fucked? Like, on all the media outlets that I've seen cover this story, there were some of the correspondents who were black... Mm -hmm. And decided that, like, this wasn't a big deal. It wasn't deal. a big deal. What the fuck are you talking... It's who they work for. It, it's, it's like... And like, it's unfortunate that some of these black people that are in these higher positions, they really not for the cause. They for themselves. So it's like, yeah, I got a job at Fox right now. And so, like, granted, deep down, I might think that that shit was fucked up, but I'm not going to say that. But it's like, yo, they not how could really you down. possibly say that it's okay for motherfuckers to do that? They already sold out, sis. They sold out. They sold like, out. Like, that shit wild to me. I it's wish wild somebody to me would fucking say, it's cool, you know, for somebody, for to, somebody to just put on, uh, to, to make them, now don't get me wrong, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, that, there was a movie with, um, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. He mm-hmm. played a black man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't oh, know I ain't if gonna he. Lie, that shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. See, that's a thing. <laughs> see, but it was like, a movie. What about the Wayne's brothers? Yeah, when they did white chicks. White chicks. Uh, again, that like all hilarious. that shit. So yeah. I'm like, that's what I was about to say. I I don't know if like there's a line that that is like blurred there when it's like for a movie or something. I don't know, cause you're right. You got white chicks 
and they were clearly white. I don't give a fuck. Be mad at me. Robert Downey Jr. played the shit out of that movie. No, you ain't lying. Huh? What's the name of that movie? Ah, oh, shit, I'm trying to remember. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. And he was a whole black man in that movie. Even out of character, he was... Like, so I'm like, but what I was going to say was, did he get the backlash? Apparently not. I guess not. Well, I don't think that movie was as big. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah, just yeah. idiots like me liked it. <laughs> like but I'm just like, humor. damn, I don't remember people really like... Because that was a very blatant... Like, he was a dark-skinned black man. Mm-hmm. Like, he, But in the movie, he had... It was surgical. It wasn't paint. Mm. Like, he went to... Uh, uh, got plastic surgery. Oh, he did? Wow. <laughs> I know. I didn't that. know that. Surgery, that shit was real. So that was in him. I didn't know that. Plastic surgery. Wow. Not real life, of course, but the movie. No, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, so in the movie, he went to go get, like, it. Right. Because he plays his parts. Got it. Right. And don't get me wrong. Listen, I've seen all the Iron Man. Okay. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I am a time. motherfucking Marvel <laughs> fanatic, and I'm still watch that shit. Yeah, but that's acting, but, and, and, yeah. and that, I think it's different when it's a movie opposed to you doing that shit public, and when you're on the uh, news station, yeah, 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 condoning it, yeah, publicly like that. We know now. We know what she do behind closed doors. Exactly. So kept that shit behind. Right. Right. And then my other thing was on this story was like. Why are your people who are sitting at this table with you not like sis, sis, sis like you know what I mean? Like cut that short, sis. Yeah. Like you're fucking up right now. You know what I mean? Like so she apologized to the hosts, right? She apologized to the hosts, but not like oh I'm sorry for doing what I did. Yeah, mm. yeah. She apologized to her co-hosts, but not like I shouldn't have done that. I think well she opened up this. I have two words for you. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yo, that shit Shut your hilarious. ass up. Talking about you sorry. You ain't sorry. You only sorry because everyone's ripping you a new asshole. That's it. That's why and you're fucking sorry. Why so are fuck you sorry? You yeah. said thing. it and you meant, and you you meant, meant the shit out of the word. When I tell you she was so passionate yeah. about this. Sure. She was so passionate. Like, you know, I don't, because, I, you know, when I was a kid, bitch, you wasn't a kid just 20 years ago, ho. Right. You was a kid about 40 years ago. Okay. <laughs> And I'm sure, what was 40 years ago? The 70s? I guess so. So, fuck. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Like, we, it wasn't, it wasn't as, and we, we're not progressive as we think, we're not as progressive as we think we are no. now. So you want to talk about in the 70s when you were growing up, blackface wasn't a thing or you didn't no. understand, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. It was just a typical case of a white person getting too comfortable yeah. and then that shit just She really out. she really she took like, her she white grew privilege some balls that night a little and too she far. thought it she it was it, I think it also was one of those things where she kind of like started some shit and she had to finish it yeah strong too mm-hmm. like no. she couldn't like back out she couldn't back out in that moment kind of thing like you know, I already started this shit let me let me go ahead and finish it <laughs> like, but, but she believed in it so much she thought she was gonna plead her case that's mm-hmm. what it was like, what about what? the black Why people said it like that? right uh-huh. Girl, maybe bye. I see what Girl, you bye. said no <laughs> Bye, you're canceled. Fuck mm-hmm. you. That's it. That's all I have to say to Megan Kelly. Exactly. Fuck you. Um, we're gonna move on because we we could stay on this topic forever. Right. About I know I feel like I, like I was saying earlier I feel like we're always talking about race, but it's just so it's much just, shit that happens. You man, can't like, not fuck. talk about it. Like you just can't race not. Is a never-ending story. It's, 
and it happens thing. every day. Like it, every day, so many different aspects. It happens every day. You could go to the store. You can hear about it on the news. Somebody said something to you yesterday. It's it's always happening. And you Shout can, out to Nisi Nash. No one eight four four white fear. White fear. Like I said on episode, I guess one or two. I don't know. Episode one. Mm-hmm. Stop calling the cops on black people for, for no, no reason. reason. Now there's a number for you to call. Mm-hmm. If you feel the need or the urge to I'm, call the cops on a black person or black people for no reason. For no reason. one eight four four white fear It's a real phone number. Please call it. Check it out. one eight four four W Y T fear Please. Call it. Please. And they will help you deal with your they transgressions sure and your confusions. They sure Before will. you call nine one one on right. black people for no reason. Also, shout out to my man. I think his name, his name, his first name is like Honey, mm. and I forgot his last name, but he was at Six Flags, and this woman was. Oh, I saw that. She was bugging. She's. He said that the story was. This will be real quick. He was going on a ride, but the mm-hmm. line was too long, so he got out of the line and like opened the stanchion, mm-hmm. and sh- that pissed her the fuck off. She and don't said, even work there. Oh, you, this is you know your kind is always mm-hmm. you know doing something you're not supposed to be doing, blah blah blah. So he took it upon himself to not mm-hmm. give in to what she wanted him to do, mm-hmm. and he stood his ground and he told her bye he about like, bye. one thousand times mm-hmm. at decibel, oh, one man. million. Yeah, and when he tried to walk away, yeah, like when that. he walked away, this is the shit that triggers me so much. When we walk away from you and you proceed to block my fucking... That's the part mm-hmm. when I think I'm in the right to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Because, bro, if I'm trying to walk away from you and be the bigger person... Absolutely. And you blocking my way as if... Like, how so dare now you? you like, what is it that mouth. gives you the gumption to be mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not letting you walk away from me. That's just like that woman when that guy was going up to his apartment. Right. And she just would not let him off the elevator. Like, sis. Like, it's just like you're blocking Lost my Lost her way. job. We need to let this, make this new bitch lose her fucking job. Right. Who else? The little boy in the bodega. Mm-hmm. Talk about he touched her, her oh, bottom. Bye. Girl, bye. Then the video comes out. It was his book bag. And first of all, what ass, sis? Right. Talk about she's a cop. Like, what ass? You should have been arrested for that. For, for saying you're a cop and you're not. And oh, you're I'm not. a cop. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Like, all of these shits, like, all this, it just stresses me out. Because I promise you, I promise you, Asia, knock on this wood right now, if I am ever the subject of mm-hmm. one of these videos, don't worry, friend. I got the bail money. I just can't. Like, I really can't. I don't think. I don't think I have that. I don't I got, have that maturity status. that my young man at Six Flags had. You know, I don't have. I don't have the the patience that my man on the elevator in the apartment had. Mm-hmm. It's just like after seeing event after event after event, I feel like I got so much built up in me mm-hmm. and so much that I now need to like make up for because everybody else was so nice to you, dumbasses. Mm-hmm. You gotta be the one. Yeah, I was I was done after and this was before a lot of the other things I saw, but when they had the little boy hemmed up in the mall for trying to push his mixtapes or whatever because he was a oh, rapper. No, I didn't see that one. Oh, that was sad. It was so I didn't sad. See that one. Had the cop had the little boy hemmed up by his arm and all he was doing was pushing his music. He was might have been ten to twelve years old. No. And I'm like, 
this little boy, all he's trying to do is let people hear his music. This is what everybody is probably telling him to do. Right. Go to the mall, hand right. out your right. music so people can hear it. And then the cop hands him up like he stole something. Honest- when, that have, how, when, when did that become illegal? When exactly. is that illegal? Jail for it. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, yo, that's not even a bad thing for him to do. He's literally just going to pass out his music so people can hear it. And this is a little boy. If anything, you should be encouraging him right. and putting him a pat on the back and saying go ahead keep doing your right. thing this is how you do it son you're gonna you're gonna be like, something one day yours. but now you making this young black little boy feel like he's doing something wrong right you're creating resentment in him towards police okay right? now he's gonna hold that you know what i'm saying and like, he's like i'm out here trying to do something honest and i'm getting in trouble for cycle, it bro. so now now i might as well go out and do what i could get exactly. to get some fast money because i'm gonna get in trouble regardless exactly Exactly. Systematic is when I tell when I tell you it's systematic. This is how they set this shit up, and it's sad. But all we could do is stand together as a people. Keep continuing to to try to stand together as a people and know what's going on in these in our community. Like let's not be blind to this these things that are happening to us. These things are happening to us. Way too often, it's being publicized way too often, right. and we're not doing enough about it to make it stop. Absolutely, you understand what I'm saying? That's why I mentioned the Martin Luther King thing earlier. Right, that happened when stuff like that happens. You got people are outraged today, and then tomorrow they're not outraged they're anymore. anymore. Yeah, it's like that's why the shit keeps happening over and over. That's and over so very true, man. That yeah. is so so true, and it's so sad and it's upsetting. I mean, for me, just being a black woman, it's so triggering and upsetting for me because all I want to do is protect my people, especially my black men. But it's so much happening to Mm -hmm. them every day. And I'm going to be honest, it's tiring for me. You understand what I'm saying? Because I hate to see our people going through this knowing that I can't do so much about it and I'm trying to take care of it and I'm trying to make sure everybody's okay. You want that solution, but it's like, I can't find it. Right. And in the meantime, something else done happened. Not even that, but nobody's checking on me. Okay. Okay. So it's a lot for me. Mentally tiring, physically tiring. tiring. I get like emotionally tiring. I get very discouraged. Right. You understand what I'm saying? What's the point kind of thing? It's kinda like what's the point? But I I hate to see this happening to our people and now seeing it happening to our children. Like Right. It's like people they're getting younger and younger in these videos. When I saw that little boy is is kids hemmed up like that. Oh, oh, hold up. It's been happening. No, it's been happening. It's no, no, no. Now we got 1,000%. It's in front of our Absolutely. In front of our faces. And we got to see it. Yeah. We got to really see, see it. We have no choice on. but to see it now. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't need these people, other people watching our little watching. young kids be treated like this. Because now... Watching. They probably already been treating our kids like this, but now they gonna think that this is right, what they can do. Right. How how many little kids you know? Like my grandson mm-hmm. used to want to be a cop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's I don't I can't discourage him. Right. But as he gets older, he starts to see this stuff too. Now he's killing the vibe. Now he can't be yeah. president. Mm-mm. <laughs> right. Don't be president. Right. Don't fuck that up. And the police are fucking up the image of the police. Absolutely. Exactly. Is, uh, That's so, so true. 
You know, you can't tell a kid the police is bad Mm -hmm. because then they have that attitude and then they wind up getting locked up. Exactly. Because they say you bad. I'm not calling the cops. Can't call the cops. No snitching. All of that. It's a cycle. It's it's a cycle. And it's literally starting from these young ages. And it's so sad. You know what I'm saying? It's so sad. It's so disheartening. And like I said, as a black woman, it's so draining. And not only that, and I'm going to just say it, it's like, it's draining for me for all those reasons you said. Mm -hmm. But also when, you know, our brothers are doing the dumb shit still. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you still doing the dumb shit. You know what? Like, what the fuck? How can we help you? How can we advocate for you? How can we try something you know to put you in a better light when you still doing the fuck shit mm-hmm. when does that shit and it's hard for end? me to defend you now right it's hard for me to defend you the now. one the one demographic that's actually the fuck here for you because nobody else i promise you who jesus i promise you who? bitches might want you for your uh, okay mm, it was about to come out oh jesus yes it was about to come out Oh God, the offense. It was about to come out. No, it's I'm not fine. Even going there right now. But that's that's okay. exactly what it is. The the point and the fact of the matter is we're saying that because these things are happening to you all, it's happening to us. Yes. And it's affecting us mentally. All of us. All Everyone. of us. Everyone. But you need to understand that, and I'ma just put it out there, as black women, let me tell you, we want nothing but to protect and to take care of and to make sure that our children, our men, our families, and our friends are honored and taken care of as they're supposed to be. If but only it was always, and I'm not going to say it's not reciprocated because, of course, it is, but well, you it's can not tell me when it is. always reciprocated. No, and it's that's not. what's fucked up. And that's because that, we have a mixture of the good and the bad. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. It's always will and it's so fucked And it's fucked right, up. Right, and it's trash. And so even the regardless of how shitty mm-hmm. a man, black man may have treated his black woman, mm-hmm. you know that, that if, if 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 the boys is running down on you, most likely nine times out of ten, sis is at bad yeah. for you. She at bad for you. You know what I mean? And I always think about that young woman. I forget which protest that was. Mm-hmm. Um, that young woman who was just standing there with her arms crossed with all the police officers, mm-hmm. you know, right in front of her. She has no armor, no gun, no nothing but her black ass skin. Mm-hmm. And these cops with fucking plastic mm-hmm. plexiglass ass shields. Like, she, what she gonna do? Self-combust? Right. And blow y'all niggas up? <laughs> like, that, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are you so scared of? You know what? That'd be my question for the fucking police officers and i don't have this complex against cops because you know i got family members that are same cops and shit like same. that but it's like yo same for the for the for the for the motherfuckers that's doing the dumb shit right and killing us for no reason it's like yo what are you well, so afraid of is, they're trained that way it's just for black people because well, yeah, why sure. why do white people are able to beat you up mm-hmm. as a cop, right? You know how many videos I've seen? Okay. Had the, the most restraint I've okay. ever seen in my life. Yeah. Okay. It's like, damn, where, where was that restraint when the people are completely unarmed? You scared of his black skin, his stature. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I don't know, man. That shit now, the, nah. the other thing we were talking about the other day is a lot of these police... Like, let's take Jersey City, for instance. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They don't live in Jersey City. They claim they make they're not from Jersey City. They make them live here for the first year, but I don't believe it. Yeah. yeah. You can't police people you have no clue of. Right. You're That's not so even true. familiar with. And right. I, exactly. And I'm in a part of an organization where I was a part of, like, out, like we would have the cadets of the the, in, the next incoming um academy class. Like we would literally have them come. They're uh, what do you call it? The people who teach them. Whatever. They're trainers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's open to the public to come ask questions. You know what I'm saying? They ask those same questions you just said. Are you going to be, are you from Jersey City? Do you know the different, you know, sections of the city? And not just for the cadets, but even for the people who are veterans. You know what I'm saying? They're asking them these real questions. But the thing is, we would have those events, and I promise you, it would be about 12 people there. Mm. Wow. 12 people. And don't get me wrong, we did our part. Like, this is through... The this is through the city, not through just a little group of people. This is through the city, so you know the advertising is there. You know we do our part and uh, what we need to do, and about twelve to fifteen people be showing up at these events. Sad. Free events in the hood, not in downtown. In the hood, with the cadets there right. in their uniforms, standing at attention, literally thirty of them in the in the room in front of everybody, and you're able to ask these people whatever questions you want to ask them. But not it. everybody comes. If you get enough people to actually do that, show mm-hmm. up to these things. That's what I'm saying. these guys, you know, having second thoughts Absolutely. about so, certain mm-hmm. things. You see these people as people yeah, and right, not as, right, like, right. targets. Right. You can see that we actually are competent. Right. You know what I mean? We care, too. We care about y'all, too. Absolutely. But how could, how could we be on your side, you know, we as a community, you know what I'm saying, when, like, we're only seeing X, Y, and Z? Yeah, you know, in the city we've been seeing like you know they've been around mm-hmm. in certain places or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know how how progressive that's been. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take us because we have just a couple things left to talk about, and we these as a lot of our other topics we could keep talking. I know, right? We got these topics that are just we never could ending. really keep talking, and we have enough bottles of wine. Oh right look, we. <laughs> The water is flowing. It can overflow. <laughs> we can be here for f- four fucking hours Lauren, talking about this. Baby. Shout I'm out gonna... to the bartender. She's yeah. responsible for everything that's being poured up tonight. Yes. But look this up. Four bo- oh, so I just stood up and I see like four bottles of unopened wine right now. Right. So that's why I'm saying we got a, a plethora of things to speak about. Are you going to the bathroom right now? Wow. Oh, thank you, thank you. So we're gonna move on. Shout out to the bartender Lauren. Thank you for being here tonight because I did not know that she was gonna go to the bathroom in the middle well, I of the she's podcast. Be gone for the next like three seconds. But like, it's how right much there. can I talk? It's fine. I can talk it's a fine. lot. And Uncle Rod's here. Thank God for it. Um, before we move on to our dating advice letter that we're gonna move on to. Um, we want to talk about Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams, as a lot of you know, was a part of Destiny's Child. She was the one that had fell on stage when oh, they was at 106 in Park. She was the one who was always on the ground. Yeah, she was always on the floor because... That's fucked up. Y'all don't have a reference for Kelly, do y'all? You just said <laughs> Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. Um, Kelly's the prettiest. Damn, Uncle Ron just so blew too. us up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle... She's now like 
predominantly like a, a gospel singer. Shout out to Jesus. But she had got engaged to a young man she was dating for about a year. And if you guys remember, not too far long ago, back in July, she admitted herself to a mental health facility um, because she's depressed. Mm -hmm. She admitted herself into a mental health facility, and she tweeted about it and said, you know, I need to take care of myself. These are some things I'm dealing with I need to address. So, you know, she, she put it out there that she was depressed. And I was just like, sis, do what you gotta do. Right. But it looks like we didn't know. Uh, granted, we knew she was engaged. Mm-hmm. But the man she was engaged to, and this is what threw me for a loop because he's a pastor. Right. And so he was like, I wanted to marry a strong woman. I didn't want to marry a depressed woman. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm just like, I was speechless. When I first heard that, because mm-hmm. it's just So he like, said that? He said it. See, I didn't know he said that. He I thought said, that quote came from her. No. Oh, that's crazy. He said that. Aww. I wanted to marry a strong woman. I didn't want to marry mm. a depressed woman. And that it's just her like. Up, I'm sure. Well, if you're getting married, mm-hmm. why are you depressed? I mean, things I mean, you could probably, I mean, can happen yeah. in life. Like it has, it might not have That's nothing. I think it existed before. He didn't know how to fill how to fill his spot correctly because he mm-hmm. was putting it on her. You know, at that point, I would agree with you and say, "Well, that's what he's there for. He's there to help you fix that." And she help even said that. She even will. said she felt like she was good. That's what that yeah. was her quote. Like you know, I felt like you know, I'm good. I don't, I don't need therapy anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause she was going, like you said, she she did admit herself and she yeah. was going to therapy. But I believe that she stopped the therapy once she got engaged because she probably thought mm. she's good, she's happy. I'm with a pastor mm-hmm. at that. I'm gonna be prayed for. Like mm-hmm. I'm like a little bit closer to God. You know what I mean? Like, and she's already been very right. God, like a God fearing woman. Like she's right. she had a gospel album album and all that. But I don't know. I think that kind of plays into if he if that came from him. I think that plays into like the whole like. Pray about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when this whole thing came about for the both of them, she broke off their engagement. Mm. Granted, they're back on track now, but she broke off their engagement. Yeah, and I would too because it makes me think, like, okay, like, for me, I'm a woman who battles with depression. So now you're telling me, like, because of my... What I'm dealing with what mentally, I'm, dealing with, right. I'm not good enough for you, or like I don't reach that bar. Maybe I, you might knew. call me sick. I'm not sick. Like I deal with know? things. That he knew yeah. she was depressed. She he knew that she had she was going through mental disabilities. So it's just like now I'm not enough for you because I'm a depressed. I'm not a depressed woman. I go. People don't know depression goes through stages, right? And it's, it's it, you know like what I'm saying. Spectrum. It's not a all day, every day thing. It's right. just I might go through a period of time where yeah. I'm depressed for no. You might know the re- not know the reason. It's I might not know the reason. Imbalance it's a chemical in your imbalance. Brain. Like that's literally what it is. And I don't, like AD, ADD or ADHD. It's just a, a chemical imbalance. Yes. It's a chemical imbalance. You like and, t- and I say that to say. 
I can't choose. I can't you choose I mean? when like, I'm going to feel this choose. way. Literally, I could be here and with that's y'all. that's what the meds are for. Kikiing and having a good time yep. tonight. And tomorrow, I'm not going to want to get out of bed. That's just how it works. It works like that for me, you know? And lots so, of other people, too. And a lot, a lot of other people. And it's very discouraging when I read this article to hear that she had to go through that because I'm a single woman. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm not going to get like, in a relationship damn. with anyone who does not understand who I am right. and what I'm going through. Because Ooh, that's a good, like, question. It's a like, good question. Disclose that. If I'm dating someone yeah. for, and I'm, we're consistently dating, I have, and we're talking a lot, I have to disclose that to right. him. Because I don't know the next time I'm going to feel a way. And if I start to feel a way, the way that I'm going to react to him is going to be just a little different. Mm. You might not hear from me for this day. You're going to be like, well, what the fuck she doing? Mm. Like, why she not answering the phone, baby? I'm not out here doing nothing I'm not supposed to be doing. I'm really just in my bed watching the Golden Girls. That's it. And I don't want to talk to nobody. That's important to know. Like, I think that's important. And I will disclose it. Like, before... But not to just any. I don't think you no. have to. I don't think you should have no. to like a certain time limit in right. a relationship that you have to to say that you have to say right. that yeah. because. But I think you you would know you like, would know who you can disclose at a certain level, right? So so you'll yeah. know I can disclose this to this person, and so they'll understand. Mm-hmm. And it's because you develop a certain type of care for that person, and mm-hmm. you don't want them to feel a type of way when you start to go off. Right. Into you know your shit or whatever. So I think it's feel like that. Though. No, not only that, so but it's, like, it's you great that you even know. Them, but you can, mm-hmm. but you can't. But like, you can't. It's rough. But that's it's very rough. That's like, why I, I said in episode I'm, one. No, go ahead, sis. No, I said in episode one, like I've I've dealt with it, but it was different. Mm-hmm. See, you already know mm-hmm. that person didn't know mm-hmm. and found out while we were together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole different kind of. Like situation because it's like oh well, like we kind of learning together mm-hmm. and instead of you know what you you know what you, you you know what you need and what you don't need and you're able to articulate that yeah but for someone who doesn't know you know me as the partner has not you know not understanding why things are going the way they're going mm-hmm. when all along it's this yeah you get what I'm saying yeah so like even that even like even that is like super important to, to be able to like just have some type of like discourse about absolutely what it is, you know where we at whether you know what you don't know like that's that's all important it is and like in talking in michelle's standpoint i can understand why she would call off the engagement mm-hmm. when she did because it's just like Okay, this man doesn't understand me. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. Shoot, it's like that's, I can't live my oh, life so and take care of him and do these things for him and be his wife if he doesn't even understand who I am mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when she disclosed this information to him. I feel like at this See, point, I don't remember if the engagement was four me. months before. It, or four the, months after the engagement she, happened. Maybe he's part of the. He Y'all might be. Women. I'm an older guy, mm-hmm. right? I know that it takes time in a relationship. 
Mm-hmm. Like everything's good that first month, second month, mm-hmm. third month. Honeymoon. We don't know what dude started doing that might have triggered whatever. Whatever she Maybe. was going through. Yeah, like right. you know, again, shit. Relationships take time. Yeah, they and do. she said, I know one quote was she said, you know, she never considered like taking her life, mm-hmm. but she has questioned life mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, Absolutely. you know, like Same wondering, thing. like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, she said, well, her words were she never committed, you know, tried to commit suicide. Um, but she did question, like, life and, like, purpose. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I mean, sometimes I be questioning that. And, I mean, I ain't never been diagnosed with anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, sometimes. As a human, sometimes a, you, know you what might question say, right? that. Yeah, just, right. just curiosity, like, dang, like. Why am I here? Why? What, what, what is, is my purpose? My purpose? Kind of, right. Yes. What is my purpose? That's different than mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I guess she was trying to say, like, you know, I, and, and here's the other thing, though. Maybe, because her already having the religious background, mm-hmm. maybe she felt like she she can't disclose just everything yet. No. You know what I mean? So maybe she feels like she got to say, by the way, I never, I never mm-hmm. wanted to commit suicide, but mm-hmm. I did. You know, I did question life, and I did question like purpose and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we ne- we'll never know what her reality is. You know, she only we only gonna know what she tells us. Coming through, coming from like a Christian lifestyle, mm-hmm. being brought up in the church, mm-hmm. you are, for lack of a better term, you're misinformed and you're jaded. Mm. So dealing with a mental health issue, and I'm only talking from experience right now, dealing with the mental health issue, growing up in the church, and people tell you, if you were to take your own life, like, you would be selfish, it's a sin, you're going to hell. Right. Because that wasn't the time that God chose for you, but yet you're dealing with things mentally, and it's just like, all these conflicting things. I don't want to be here anymore. This this is too much for me. I can't deal with it. I don't want to be here anymore. And so this is what I'm thinking about. You won't do it, but you're thinking about it. The but, thought is there. So for her, it's just like, I never said I wanted to take right, my own life. Right. But it's like, I bet you did. I bet you thought about it. Because the fact that she even said, you know, I ne- you get what I'm saying? The she way had to she, put it the out way there. she presented it. Because was like I never thought about doing suicide, but I questioned like like that whole thing. Like I feel like you're being so transparent in telling people, you know, you you openly admitted yourself. Um, you know what I'm saying, knowing that you need help, but then that limit was still kind of there. Yeah, which is interesting. Kind of like what y'all was talking about last week about how celebrities mm-hmm. that they have, but mentally. They, they don't want it. They right. Fucked they fucked you up. Know what I mean, they might have the, the glamorous life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let yeah. me look at um what's his name? Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah. yeah. Even now, Pete Davidson, you know, like he's been canceling shows. I think it's his name. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande's ex fiance. Mm-hmm. Like he's been canceling shows left and right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that breakup was a lot for him. And because, you know, she's messed up. I did an interview with Mac Miller before he got like who he is now I remember it was like 2010 I was in the, on the radio in Philadelphia I interviewed Mac Miller where he had to come to me all the way from Pittsburgh mm. like he came to me all the way from Pittsburgh and he said to me he was like the one thing that I don't 
want to do is to get so deep into this shit that I forget who I am. And he was like, it's just like, you can get so knee deep into this game to where it fucks with you mentally. Right. And you start to get so caught up in having these shows and people know who he, who you are and things like that. You forget exactly who you am. He's like, who you are. He said, Asia, I don't want to ever forget that I traveled on a plane a couple hours to get from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia and to have this interview with you at Temple University. I don't want to forget that because that's where I came from. He said, granted, I know that I can get to a certain space and be this person, but I don't want to forget this. Right. And I feel like what was happening to Mac at that time was just everything was coming at him so fast. And he was processing this shit, but he was also medicating this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Trying Did to he, he was suicide? He, o- he, OD'd. He, OD'd. he OD'd. He OD'd. We can't say if it's suicide mm-hmm. or not, but he OD'd. And people have to really realize that this mental health thing out here, granted, we never really talked about it the way, like this way before. It's never been just out in the press. Like, yo, this shit is so real. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there's so many more of us, not just within the black community, oh, for but sure. cro- worldwide, cr- you know, cross-culture. And that's why I love that, that we're have... able to converse about it so, like, freely. Yeah. And it's not a stigma. No. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a, oh, I'm, like, embarrassed to talk about it or... Maybe people who haven't been diagnosed yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want it to be, like, even if our our, our podcast is just something to get people's wheels turning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm cool with that. Even about the way that they talk about mental mm-hmm. health, the way that they may talk to their friends who may be uh, dealing with mental health issues. Yo, it's a real thing, and you need to be respectful about it. Seriously. And we need to take it seriously because things that, like, what happened to Mac Miller, that could easily happen to your brother, your sister, or somebody close to you. You have to be in tune to what's going on with the people around you. For sure. Your friends, your family, whoever. Don't be a yes man. Like, don't be a yes man. If you see something look a little sideways, you need to question that shit. Yep. I literally you... just went over this with my little freshman seminar class, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, we were talking about addiction and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it was, like, you know, ways to, you know... Uh, identify whether your family or your friends may be going through some stuff. Right. And it's like, you know, you really got to be cognizant of those things and you Absolutely. really got to pay attention to those who you, you who you say Absolutely. are your closest friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like, really pay attention to them. Really listen to them. It was something that I retweeted about, or maybe I put it on Instagram. I don't know. Facebook, I put it. It was like, you know, can we talk about something real quick? Right. And it said, can we talk about how we shouldn't automatically have to be people's, our friends, therapists, non-paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. our, our friends uh, sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you don't want to get that burden from your friends. But in the same breath, you need to, like, if it's some real shit, like, you need to be able to realize when your friend may be calling out for help type for help. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we almost so, done. We had a whole another topic, but oh no! What we're going to do is take like a couple minutes to talk about 
um, the dating advice letter. Oh, yes. I think we should do that. <laughs> I'm not going to read the letter, but the letter that we got was basically about a woman who was, she's like 35. Mm-hmm. Her husband doesn't work, and she wants to figure out how to tell him that he needs to go to work. Basically, yeah, that's She what it was makes about. enough money to support the both of them. They live well, but like she's tired of coming home and seeing He's him on the video game. Playing video games. He's not as aggressive in terms of like applying for jobs. No. Like she she says like, you know, if if I was in his shoes, I would be way more aggressive in terms of like how long he's been out without a job. She did, she but did. I don't remember. And it was a substantial amount of time. Yeah. I want to Yeah. He was, I think it was at, at minimum a year. No, it was more than that. So it was like that. Yeah, yeah, that it was, was like three to three years. Yeah. He it was a while. He, he had he's been unemployed. Like two to three oh, years. Oh, also, he he was on unemployment, but then he did something it that only lasts he, six now months. he's not mm-hmm. on unemployment anymore. So He's literally just in the crib. And she said, you know, she makes enough money to support them both, but she hasn't been saving money. So she, her question was like, do, am I, am I wrong for wanting him to get a job? And then secondly, you know, we're married. Mm -hmm. So like, isn't he going to resent me if I tell him, yo, you need to get up and go get a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's thinking she loves this man. At the end of the day, she loves him. Mm -hmm. And she's afraid of losing him. But at the same time, she's tired of being the breadwinner. And she's tired of him literally just being in the crib. It's even worse if you're married because when you get married, you become partners. Yeah. Right. So if you sit at home playing video games while I'm out working, that shit ain't no partnership. No, right. it's not. <laughs> Absolutely. So and that's six that. months, five, six months, I okay. can understand. Mm-hmm. But at it's some like point, years. you got to go to Burger King and, and take that Burger King job. And that's what she said, said too. Yeah. She, I point. think she was like, you know, um, his resume isn't the greatest. Mm-mm. And she advised him, like, go to somebody that could fix your resume up. And he wasn't too he enthused about that. Yeah, you know my thing is because we also when we talked about it pre-production it was like when it's flip side and the woman is not working yeah. and the man is providing like, yeah. how there's a double standard and I feel like if there's an agreement for either party to be a stay at home mom or a stay at home dad or your job makes more money so I might not be able to contribute as much as you he do is it's an agreement <laughs> and it's communication right but, like, either way, if it was my husband or if it was me as a woman, whether I'm popping out babies mm-hmm, and taking care of mm-hmm. them or not, if my husband's like, yo, we gonna have this baby when maternity leave is over, like, right. we, gonna figure this, we gonna figure this out, yeah, get a babysitter, and you gonna go to work. Mm-hmm. We got an agreement, it's communication there. And as a woman, I'm gonna fulfill... Absolutely. You know, what's required of me. But it... And I hate that it's a double standard. It is, but, but I mean, there's double, sta- how is it a double standard. Because I feel like for me, with the man especially, you need to go to work. Period. The both double standard. Need I think we the both double need to go to work. Like but the, there's no way that I'm going to be supporting you by myself. Do they have kids? No. No kids. Oh, they. Oh, that was the other thing. No kids. No, no plan kids. to have kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. So it's just like she taking care of him. Yeah. But when she come home, he playing video games no. on a couch and it's regular. I think the double standard comes in where there are some men 
who want to be the breadwinner, who don't want their women, their their wife or right. girlfriend. You know what I'm right. saying? I think right. that's really where mm-hmm. the, I, it that's ain't too many women. Right. I'm not a woman who's like, right. let me uh get oh, all the coins right. for us, babe. Absolutely not. No, I'm I'm not that type of woman. No, I'm not that type of woman. Like. I'm the type of woman that's like, if you down right now, I got you. 1,000%. But this is not about to be a it thing. Ain't a, it ain't a forever Like, thing. I'm not coming home to you on the Xbox and yep. you asking me what's for dinner. Like, that's yeah, not no, going to no. happen. No. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But I think her main thing was, like, her main question was, like, you know, how do I tell him, look, you need to get up and go get a job without pushing him away right. and, like, ending up in divorce kind There's of no thing. Way. There's That's no what I say. Easy way to tell a grown ass man playing video games and I come home from work every day. Right. Dude, you gotta get a job. You gotta go to work. Or McDonald's. If he was smart enough, like Right, 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 right. That's like he's cleaning something. Act he's like comfortable you're and he something. don't care. That's the other thing. If you are blatantly on your phone, uh, on your game. At the time I get home, and she said she was working 10-hour days. Mm-hmm. 10-hour days. You still on a few? Ready, and I, all right, I'm, I'm never going to work again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that she ain't got a problem when she coming to house. Right. And I, I bet you if and he at least did that, thing. she wouldn't even have, like, sure. that much of a problem. I'm eventually, okay with that. Eventually, you know? but it would right. It wouldn't be that soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like that, no, I can't yeah. get with. You know, it's just like if we had, we have to have the conversation. We have to have the understanding that okay, if I'm going to be the one working, because I have no problem that if my husband is going to be a stay-at-home dad mm-hmm. and I'm going to be the one bringing the money in, but he's taking care of business at home. When I come to the house, the house is clean, food is cooked, the kids did their homework. Everybody ready to chill and yeah. go. I'm cool with that. I'm okay. Reverse roles, I'm okay with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But I'm not okay with you sitting here doing nothing. No, that's so now not. I got to work 10 hours, and then I got to come fry chicken, no. and then I got to put these kids to sleep. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. So we on the same page Yeah, no, that. my advice would be like, sis, you either get the balls to tell him he needs to go get a job, or, you know, this is just, this is just not going to work. It's not going to work. Yes, like, sir, that's really what it is. Joe. I think it's Tupac mm-hmm. laying in the bed with a controller in his hand, and it said, "This how dudes with no job look at their woman walk out the door for work." Right. Yes. I saw that. I saw and they that. drive their car all day. Yes. Yo, yeah, I, I never I understood my friends who had their men's driving their car all day while they at work. Absolutely not. You won't be driving. Mm. Not. You won't be all, driving that. Way. You won't be driving around. Sorry. Mm-mm. But now no. you need that because everything's online. Exactly. You don't need on to that be... Controller could have been them finger movements for that application. And but another thing is like, like, like you right. driving around in my car, who do you have in my car? I don't got Bingo. time for that. So let's get to final thoughts because yes. we got to wrap up. We've been chopping it I didn't up even realize we were time. here for that. For So you see how it is when it's just us? Yeah. Joe would have had us in here. And we yeah. would have had to be like, all right, let's wrap yes. it up. <laughs> okay, with all those topics, Joe would have been, oh, God. Shout we out miss to you, Hollywood, Joe. Joe. We, we miss you, you so much. Oh, um, Joe, Joe. I'm going to go ahead with my final thoughts. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because you open the show, so I'm gonna let you close the show. Oh, that's so well, not sweet. let you, but you no, know, I mean, you know, you the boss. This, Look, you the boss. I am not the boss. <laughs> you Uncle, sign the checks. Okay? Uncle Ra is the boss. <laughs> <laughs> 
we just we here. All we all in cahoots. There we go. But I, and I, I don't feel like closing I'm shit really out. Ready, so, so my final thought, thought is really random. It's not off the topic of anything that we discussed, but it's just been in the back of my head. And pardon my French, but fuck these niggas dead Ooh, ass. Shit. Fuck these <laughs> niggas dead ass. Damn. Yeah. Because fuck these niggas dead ass. <laughs> that was a good one, friend. That sound like a jingle. Yeah. I had to think about it for a second. You know how Jamie Foxx used to do That's what I was thinking about. Because last time we was on Popping Bottles. And it's so. Popping Bottles. Okay. But honest, Uncle Brian, y'all heard him. Yes, the vocals, okay. He got, vo- he got vocals. He said Popping Bottles. All right, no, we really got to go. We got to um, go. I say fuck these niggas dead ass because um, I've just been experiencing, a, and I'm 29 years old. Put it out there. I'm 29. Young. Okay? And I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where I shouldn't be having to encounter fuckboy syndrome mm. with these grown ass men. Mm. And a lot of, I don't want to say a lot of, because I can only deal with talking to a certain amount of people at a certain time, but y'all got me fucked up. Hmm. And I'm not a little girl. I'm not stupid. You can't talk to me any kind of way. You oh, can't tell me these stupid ass lies that you're telling me because I don't believe you. I'm going to tell you I don't believe you. And also, you can't present that you live a certain type of lifestyle that oh. you don't live. Oh. <laughs> Lauren. Fraudulent. I'm just saying. Fra- uh, Lauren is in here dying. And I really need you to stop trying to insult my intelligence because I'm very smart. Mm-hmm. And MBA, just so you know. MBA. Yeah, not NBA. MBA. No, I have a master's of business administration. And not only that, I'm street smart too. Uh-huh. You know, my, my daddy taught me good. And my father taught me that if no man could take care of you the way I take care of you, then you gonna stay in this fucking house. Which is why I'm still in my daddy's house. Because there's a bunch of fuck niggas out here. Mm. But please stop trying to insult my intelligence with your fraud ass shit. Because the next time you try me, I need you to know that I'm not gonna come at you with these words. I'm coming at you with these hands. Now you gotta fight me. me. Because I'm tired of it. I don't go out here being a fraud woman. I bring to you exactly who I am. I'm truthful. And I'm not dishonest about where I come from. You understand what I'm saying? I'm very honest about where I come from, my experience, and what I go through. So when a man approaches me trying to court me, I need you to come with that same honesty. And if you don't do it, I'm going to write you off. Mm. Stop fucking playing with me, dead ass. Amber, your final thoughts. Okay, so first, okay, I was the ad libs. Look, the first first part of the first part of my uh, final thought is, I hope the motherfucker who that final thought was for is listening right now. Okay, I'm gonna send this shit to his Uh, ass. (laughs) And my second part of my final thought is very simple for all my ladies out there: don't be friendly to the fuck boys. No because then ass. you end up dedicating your whole final thought to these fucking And that was Just episode like three did. of the People's Podcast. We'll catch y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning in.